This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You gotta hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 202 of Icopod. I'm Dallas Gridley. With me as always, Austin Skinner. Yeah, that's right. No Bob Colling Jr. Again. Again. You guys thought it was a joke. Last week, you motherfuckers commenting on our post, DMing us on Twitter, at Icopod, and telling us you're all bullshit. And no, no. We kicked Bob off. He's fired, dude. We run this show now. This is our house, and if you don't like it, well, you guys are still going to listen anyway, so it doesn't Two matter. words for you, you know? Two tears, baby. Two tears. Yeah. Um, it's like when the NWO takes over, and it's just like their show now. Well, guess what, buddy? We taking over. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? I mean, maybe this was the way it was meant to be all along. Dallas and Austin, the Texas boys. No, it's, it's not a rib. <laughs> if we had a, even a buck for every time we walked up to somebody to get like photos done or a meet and greet, and it's like, okay, here's Dallas. Okay, here's Austin. And then they stop. They look up. They're like, this is bullshit, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think the one I remember the most is when we met the young bugs. And they were yeah. like, what? They, were, they did not believe us. They, like, really didn't believe that that was, like, our names, walking up together as friends. Yeah. Um, and then I want to say somebody – I want to say maybe it was Raven. Did Raven ask where Houston was? Uh, he, yeah, he might have. Which I think is just so funny because that's, like, another name that would totally work. And could you imagine the fucking trios team of Dallas, Austin, <laughs> and Houston, and dude? Houston. We need to find our Houston is what needs to happen. Yeah, I had a friend in um, in college named Walker. And Ooh. so people, since I was talking, you know, we were friends, like uh, Walker, Texas Ranger, Dallas. Yeah. Like Dallas. So it was like a thing. That's that was good. Happening. Yeah. And, and I know there was someone else that I, I've been paired with, but I've still yet to meet someone that worked better than Dallas and Austin. Well, because, yeah. I mean, how how perfect is that? And, and the, the way the story goes, because for those of you who don't know, and I don't think we've really talked about it much on the podcast, is I've known Dallas longer than any of my friends. I've known Dallas since we were literally infants. So according to my dad, and this is his story, that originally my name was going to be Dallas as well. But since Dallas's dad named him first, my dad then had to take a different city in Texas, Austin, and use that as my name. And it also happens that Austin was the favorite character of my mom's soap opera, which she says. So it just happens to work out. But originally, like when my dad was having a son, he wanted it to be named Dallas. But like that name was taken already. So I got like the second name. Um, I, I 
I can only imagine that it had to do with the Dallas Cowboys in the early 90s and, and it, mid-90s. It, it did. I heard they so. won the Super Bowl that year, the year yeah. I was born. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Here it I was am. America's team, and we were America's boys. Yeah, and here we, here we are. We're now we're doing a podcast together. But I've yeah, tried to it, uh, ditch Dallas so many fucking times. I have moved fucking states, buddy. Oh yeah, and I can't get rid of this dude. You once you you're in too far. We're going on. We're over a 25 year friendship going on, and people this <laughs> this young. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 28. Yeah. Uh, so to say that I've had essentially, well, we'll we'll say 27 year friendship, friendship. essentially. Yeah. At 28, you don't find that. No, it is. It's weird. It's weird to think of it that way because really, and not to go too far off in the deep end here, but I had been born in Syracuse, New York. And shortly after I was born, we moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I spent my whole childhood in North Carolina. So by the time I moved back, it was like maybe third grade or something until I met Dallas again. I remember, I think you, I feel like you were in second grade. I, I don't I'm, know. I'm almost positive, and because then you were at the school I was at, and yeah, and yeah, we got reconnected, and I well, think, and it, I, yeah, yeah, well, it was weird though because we were in totally separate mind spaces because here's Dallas, and he's like, he's got a computer, and he's like this wrestling kid, and like he's showing me these little South Park versions of wrestling guys. I'm like, oh, this is cool and weird. I have no idea what this is. And, like, I'm showing up in my football fucking gear after a game. And it's like I'm going over to Dallas's house in my football gear. And, like, we were just in two very different places. But it worked. It worked. And here we are. So. Still kicking strong. And then Bob, I – we met Bob eventually. And and here's the thing with Bob. No. It's like, yeah, right? He kind of got ruined. Uh, yeah, Bob's here now. Yeah, um, I want to say Bob and I have talked about this on the podcast before, but again, it's been a while. So as far as me meeting Bob, I liked Bob from the beginning. And the best part is Bob thought I fucking hated him. Yeah, I remember that. And he, he told me that. And it was it's so funny to me because that's actually not the first time I've heard that. People have told me that before where it's like when they first meet me, I must come off as standoffish or something. Um. But yeah, he, he thought I didn't like him, and I did like him because at the time he was the only other guy that was like super nerdy into some of the niche stuff of pro wrestling, mm-hmm. um, like I was. So you know, we hit it off right off the bat, and he was a funny guy. Um, so I, I always enjoy a funny guy or two in the mix. If you can't tell already, uh, no screech. I'm not talking about you. Um. But yeah, so Bob came much later on. We were all in college by then. So, uh, but still, I mean, we've known Bob for Jeez. shit. It's got to be going on ten years now, almost. It's ten years. It's got to be ten years. So he's not necessarily new to the fold either, which is no, cool. no, he's not. And uh, recently, we, t- we already told the story where I I met Bob at the birthday party. I left to watch Impact Wrestling. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I have no fucking regrets, by the yeah. way. That I, was before I met him. Yes, it was. Yeah. Way before. Um, and I, um, yeah, I don't, man, I am, uh, I don't hide the fact that I'm a wrestling fan. 
and that I'm a big wrestling fan, and I don't really care what people say about it. So, yeah, I left a fucking birthday party to watch Impact Wrestling, and I would do it again. And Dallas is the type of guy that says that to people. Like, oh, I got to go home and watch wrestling. Like, most people would not say that. Yeah, and I, I just don't care. Yeah, he It's care. actually... At my current job, there are some people who I there's one guy I know who watches wrestling, so we'll talk about it sometimes. Um, he doesn't watch it like I do, but um, and then other people who are more casual fans who are I was like talking about going to a wrestling show and someone walked past me and go, "Oh, is Kenny Omega gonna be there?" <laughs> and it's like, and that and you know, I've mentioned it before. Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler currently, has been for yeah. years at this point. But yeah. I don't know if this guy understands that. He just knows who Kenny Omega is because he it's sort of has watched them. Yeah. So it's just funny to me that, you know, they'll bring that kind of like, oh, it's, 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 I'm, we're past the point, at least um, with casual fans, where it's like, oh, Stone Cold going to be at that show? The Rock? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got that shit in years. So, yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. No, yeah, that's true. And another thing is, is like, just when you were saying that, how crazy is it that when we're watching fucking Wrestle Kingdom 9, and Kenny's like, really, this is his mainstream shot as like a, a stay in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. To think all the way back to then, and think that this dude, in a couple of years is going to be known by a casual wrestling fan is insane to me. Dude, I mean, yeah. Because you I mean, I'm just looking at it because I just, I had to look at the date because I haven't looked in a while. Wrestle Kingdom 9 was in 2015. Yeah. So we are, I mean, we're late to, uh, 2021 now. So we're, we're coming up on the, what, the, it's going to be the seventh anniversary of us watching that show. Yeah, that's yeah, that's gross to think about. I mean, that's insane. And that yeah. show, I think that show really has changed my perspective on wrestling, international wrestling, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it was a real game changer for me, especially. I mean, even just looking at Kenny alone. I mean, after that, I was hooked. Well, and we were we jumped on kind of right before everything absolutely exploded. We really did. Um, Prince Devitt started the wave in like 2013 in New Japan. The really new, exciting Americans or Canadians in New Japan pro wrestling making a big splash. It started with him. And we're just kind of off of that into a new wave of, of, you know, English-speaking stars kind of hitting the scene and... Man, it was good watching, and I, I really miss going back to those days and those shows um, for just some of the stellar stuff that we fucking watched. But uh, yeah. I always chalk it up to Juicin Liger getting me interested in Japanese wrestling for fucking since the beginning. He's the one that I kind of latched onto. Um, and he's well, he and Nakamura. I saw a lot of like uh, side ads on Facebook and stuff, or like promotional ads for stuff with nakamura's look on it from new japan when i had no idea what they even were or booking at the time like yeah i did not follow current new japan the only shit i knew was the 90s so seeing nakamura and how fucking different he looked and like who is this guy to knowing that liger was still active in new japan 
knowing that there was going to be this big wave and working with uh, Global Force. I was just going to say, I think that that was, I think, what really pulled me in. Because it was like, oh, and then it's like AJ Styles is there. Yeah. uh, It was, uh, there was a lot of factors that brought us to be like, I don't even know who brought it up first, but it was, I feel like it was like, like, do I, do we ask each other if you want to watch this show? And then it's like, do you want to watch Wrestle Kingdom 9? Like we've never, we've never watched this before. Well, and that's the thing. It just, it was a perfect storm of a lot of different circumstances. And I think one of the main key factors of us really enjoying that show is we watched it as it happened pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, really, um, which is just such a unique experience anyway, for a wrestling show, watching it like in the middle of the night kind of thing. Um, but yeah, man, still to this day, one of my fondest memories of watching a pay-per-view. Uh, mm-hmm. Still to this day, I think it holds up exceptionally well. And for those of you who didn't tune into IcoPod to hear about Japanese wrestling, I'll keep it at this. If you haven't seen Wrestle Kingdom 9 and you like competitive professional wrestling, maybe before what you're seeing today, maybe you want to see something that's different with skies that would go on to be the stars of today watch that fucking show and maybe you know don't even watch it all in one sitting but definitely watch that show because it's still one to this day that i champion as one of my favorites ever yeah yeah it's pretty damn good um but i guess enough on that Mm. As much as I could probably talk about that for the next hour. Oh, Bob would have cut us off fucking five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. Thank God we fired him. So. Once he hears us, he's going to text us and say, okay, then you then you guys do it. And it's going to be actually kind of sad. And he's going to really think that, that we meant this. But. Either that or he's going to cut off that whole Japanese wrestling tangent. He'll, that we just he'll cut out the section. It's just going to start with, okay, so last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. But uh, last week actually wasn't a bad Raw. Uh, we were pretty satisfied uh, with what went down. Steve Austin and The Undertaker faced off in the main event, which Austin finally has enjoyed an Undertaker match. And he won by yeah. disqualification after Goldust threw glitter in his eyes after he sat ringside in the middle of the match and said nothing on commentary. A very serious Goldust, yeah. Which I like. Uh, we also got a spontaneous appearance by Brian Pillman uh, yep. right before that match took place, which was exciting. Ahmed Johnson defeated Hunter Helmsley in the opening match. That match went 8 minutes and 45 seconds. It was a pretty long opening match on Raw, and there was no intro. We went right into that match. Yeah, no intro video package. Um, match went a little long, but it wasn't terrible, and I'm still digging on that, so I'm good with it. Oh, and for reference, that main event Undertaker-Steve Austin match went 15 minutes and 35 seconds. And you know what? It didn't feel like it, and I still stand by what I said last week. I enjoyed the match. Yeah, not bad. Uh, Also, the the Body Donnas defeated Jerry Fox and the Brooklyn Brawler in 3 minutes and 55 seconds. Uh, They had Cloudy ringside, and Sunny has promised us that she's bringing a single superstar that she hopes to take all the titles in the WWF. Mm. Yeah, I know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Sonny. Uh, Camp Cornette, which was Owen Hart, Bulldog, and Vader, defeated Aldo Montoya, Barry Horowitz, and Savio Vega in four minutes and 20 seconds. And that was our card last week. Not bad. 
Yeah, and you know, it's like typically coming off a of pay-per-view, the Raw after kind of blows. And we're like, oh, we were looking forward to this. Like, oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. And they're oh, it sucks. So, I don't know. I'm glad that that wasn't the case because we needed a strong show coming out of King of the Ring. We were feeling a little deflated. And then, boom, you give me a good Undertaker-Steve Austin main event. Okay, I'm back. Like, what you got for me this week? Yeah. Now, what would you guess that the rating for that show was that it got? Um, I'm willing. Are we saying against WCW or just in general? What do you think the rating was? Uh, well, we could do both because I'm going to give you WCWs as well after. So. Okay, so I think Raw last week got a three six, and I think. It beat Nitro, but not by a lot. Okay, well, you're going to be surprised because Raw got a 2.7. Oh, man. And Nitro. for this time. Mm-hmm. And Nitro got a 3.3. Wow. Uh, and I'll, I'll, let me run over a couple matches that happened on Nitro. Just I'm not going to do the whole card because there is uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Well, one's a dark oh. match, so eight matches. Holy shit. Uh, so, four. Yeah. I don't know how long. Well, I could look, I guess. Well, yeah, no, I guess that's all right. What do you got for me? Well, I'm not going to tell you all of them. But, yeah, there, um, a bunch of them were shorter. So a couple of the matches that happened. Dean Malenko defeated Bobby Walker to retain the Cruiserweight title. Eddie Guerrero mm. defeated the Barbarian. Mm. Uh, Arn Anderson and Benoit defeated the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, that's good. DDP defeated Alex Wright. Uh, Randy Savage defeated VK Wall Street. And the main event was a WCW World Tag Team title triangle match where Harlem Heat defeated Sting and Luger and the Steiner brothers to win the titles. Wow. Luger and Sting. That main event sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, I'm Still, I can't believe Nitro won by a landslide. I, I, you know what? And two, I, I got to give them credit. This angle that they're doing with Scott Hall and Kevin Nash is making people tune in because they don't know what the fuck's going on and they know these guys and they know they're big stars and, like, who's going to show up next and what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So I get that. But at the same time, yeah, I thought Raw would have eked him out last week. Well, I'll tell you what. The card that Nitro has going up against the show we're about to watch, um, I don't think is as strong, though, which is pretty interesting. Uh, which we can talk about it during the show. I won't take up time right now, but um, we probably won't discuss matches next week necessarily. But it's yeah. not it's not as strong, so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes compared to uh, what we what we are going to watch here. We we know that Sean and Janetti are facing off tonight, and we yeah. know that Goldust is in action. We didn't quite hear who they said he's facing, but I feel like it was Mark Merrill. I'm not 100% about that. I'm fine with that if that's the case. Me too. So we'll see. Um, we do have a couple notes, a couple small notes, and then we have one house show note, I believe. Yes, one house show note, and then we can uh, we can get the show on the road. So uh, Warrior Ultimate Warrior may not be lasting much longer in the WWF after <laughs> mi- <laughs> yes for surprise he after he missed house shows and his estranged father passed away on June thirtieth. Oh, so this is the time where we're getting into this. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, and here's the thing on Warrior. 
over the last couple of months. Realistically, and we've said it umpteen times at this point, Warrior should have been a one-off for WrestleMania and then maybe made a Raw appearance the night after. Okay, so he's definitely overstayed his welcome, number one. Yeah. Number two, his matches have been shit. Can't think of one good match that he's had since he came back. Number three, I think he's taken away more, though, than he's given from anybody who he's been in the ring with, maybe besides Jerry Lawler. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think it's worth noting that really the only reason he came back was to promote his own third-party shit, whether that's the fucking comic book yeah. or this always-believe-in-a-warrior-in-yourself sort of shit. So, like, bullshit PR stuff. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, I think this has been a very bitter pill for us to swallow on this show because again, it's supposed to be about the new generation and you bring a guy back and he's making all these quote unquote new stars do jobs or like have shitty matches and feuds. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a, it's a square peg trying to fit in a round hole and it's gotten very old and very stale very quickly. So for me, Again, not even expecting Warrior to last this long. For them to finally be like, yeah, maybe this isn't working out. Man, they're a day late and a dollar short on that, I think. Um, And then you throw the father-in-law thing. And we've heard this story before where it's like, I don't know. Warrior just likes to just leave for fucking random reasons and just be like, I'm done. I'm not working here anymore. So is this going to be another case? I wouldn't be surprised, and, and I'm sorry, but I wouldn't be disappointed either. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of over it to be honest as well. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I mean, put him up against a guy like Stone Cold Steve Austin right now, and like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, one is working in '96, and one isn't. Correct. Um. Well, in other news. Skip and Sonny are officially engaged. Oh. Well, would you imagine that? I mean, I, that's weird to me, too. Out of all the guys backstage in WWF, yeah. whether you've been with Skip since you were in high school or not, or whatever the story is, <laughs> like, you can have Shawn Michaels and you're picking Skip. I don't know. I don't yeah. know about that. I don't know. Uh, and this final note is actually a pretty interesting one, and that is that we should expect Ron Simmons to debut soon and get a huge push. Wow, that's cool, and that's pretty unexpected. I mean, Ron Simmons was a huge star for WCW, first black champion and all all that stuff. So, And he's like a good powerhouse guy. Yeah, so I think that's pretty interesting. I'm curious to see where he'd fit in if and when uh, that happens, if he's going to be making his debut soon. Yeah, I mean, do you really go like the collegiate decorated athlete like they would in WCW? I don't think that translates well to WWF, you know, stereotypically as well as historically at this time. Yeah, perhaps. So, I don't know, either they're going to slap a gimmick on him or, I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do with him. But I have a feeling uh, it's not going to be the Ron Simmons of WCW. Yeah, probably not. 
those are all the notes, but let's go to the, our house show notes now. Let's hear how this one compares to last week's house show, which was actually pretty strong, at least on paper. Uh, so this is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in the Civic Arena on June 30th, 1996. There were 6,264 people in attendance, mm. and it featured a lot of matches. So uh, get ready. The Bushwhackers oh. de- defeated Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. After the bout, the New Rockers teased a breakup. You could just stop it right there, basically. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, Savio Vega, who subbed for Barry Horowitz, pinned Justin Bradshaw, who was a sub for Steve Austin. Oh, my God. So it's a totally different match. Right. Okay. Uh, This next one's interesting. Psycho Sid, who was a sub sub for Ultimate Warrior, pinned Owen Hart with a powerbomb in under a minute. Holy shit. Yeah. That's nuts, isn't it? That's weird because we haven't seen Sid in fucking forever. And then the original plan was to have Owen lose to Ultimate Warrior probably in a short match. Like, that sucks, too. Yeah, that's kind of a weird one. Huh. Then the WWF Intercontinental Champion Ahmed Johnson defeated Goldust via countout when the challenger walked out of the match. Wow. It's kind of interesting. Uh, then we had the WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels defeating Vader via disqualification when Goldust interfered. Moments later, Ahmed Johnson came out to make the save, but was Davy Boy Smith, followed him out. Mm. And then uh, the Psycho Sid eventually came out to make the save for Michaels and Ahmed. So Sid is returned as a face, it seems. Oh, God, I don't like that at all. That's kind of weird. Uh, then we have the WWF Tag Team Champions, the Smoking Guns, defeating Henry and Phineas Godwin after hitting one of the challengers with a boot to the head. <laughs> Dude, heel smoking guns does not work. Yeah, I don't know if I like it really. It's the pig farmers that you're supposed to boo. Come on. Yeah. Uh, there's more matches. Uh, Mark Miro defeating Hunter or Helmsley. Yeah. yeah. And then we had Davy Boy Smith pinning Yokozuna with local DJ Bubba the Bulldog uh, after <laughs> Jim after Jim Cornette hit Yoko with his tennis racket. After the bout, Yoko hit the bonsai drop on Cornette. Oh, that sounds like such uh, bullshit. And then in the main event, The Undertaker pinned Mankind. Wow. And mind you, this is after uh, King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say last week's house show was much stronger. Uh, there's a lot of substitutions on this fucking card. Yeah, a bunch of substitutions. I don't. I feel like the later half of the card doesn't sound bad, but as soon as you start with the bushwhackers, dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm not going to that one, man. Sorry to say. I feel like if if I'm I'm hearing the ghost of Bob right now, the ghost of Bob says, "I think I'm going." So I think Bob would go and. <laughs> I don't think it's strong, and I want to say I wouldn't at all. You would go with him. I'm thinking I'd go with Bob, probably. Well, here's the thing. You hear Ultimate Warrior on the card. And, like, just being a wrestling fan, it's like, oh, I could see Ultimate Warrior live in 96. When am I going to ever be able to do that again? That's kind of where I'm at. And Maybe I should go. 
Or you can see Warrior, and then you could also see Steve Austin, and then you go to the show and both are gone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that's where... I wonder where... why Steve Austin was substituted. Maybe because his lip was getting still stitched or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it was on Raw last week. It was still looking pretty nasty. So, yeah. I mean, it was a day after, but you know what I mean. Right. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm skipping, and I guess you guys can go if you really fucking want to. I guess I will, but I'm a sucker for live wrestling, so... There's yeah. that. I don't know how much more Bob is. I We went to a show recently, and I don't know how much more I'm going to get Bob out of the house for wrestling shows. Really? And I say that because I think Bob uh, I think Bob is going to have poop emergencies at wrestling shows a lot. So. Well, hasn't he learned the trick of you don't eat before a wrestling show? Dude, I, he says he doesn't, and then it happens. And I... This is not a secret. We talked about this recently on the pod, I'm pretty sure. So I'm not I'm not throwing Bob under. I'm just saying, Bob, Bob ate all my Tums. I brought a whole thing of Tums. No, he didn't eat all of them, but it's like candy. Yikes. Uh, you always got to have Tums for a wrestling show. Always. You got to have Tums. You got to have Excedrin. Yes. Uh, and you have a bag of Sharpies and a folder for your 8x10s. I mean, this is just what you go to a wrestling show with. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. and, and like the tried and true method of starve yourself out all the way to the wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Maybe bring a granola bar or two. Maybe. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, And then do not no under no circumstances. Do you buy food at the wrestling show? Never. It's Never. Risky. Maybe popcorn. I did buy a small bag of chips that was way overpriced. Okay, there you go. Yeah, like a popcorn or a bag of chips. Okay, fine. Yep. If you're coming back with a little fucking sheet square of pizza, fuck you. Well, and here's the thing. I know better, right? You know. Exactly, dude. But but in September, Kaylee wanted some chicken fingers. No, you didn't. I did it, and I did not feel the same after, so I will not do that again. I'm telling you right now. It's we a thing. Go, we, we know. We know how this shit works. Mm-hmm. You don't eat before the fucking show. You don't eat during the show. And then you gorge after, so you feel like shit. But, like, you're on the way home, and you just saw wrestling, and now you feel yeah. like shit because you ate Denny's food at fucking 1130 at night. That's yeah. what you do. Well, and after the show that we went to with Bob, we we did all stop out at McDonald's after, and uh, that shit was hitting the spot real good at Dude, like ten o'clock. That's what you do. That's it was. how we are laying out the fucking facts. Like if Alice and Bob are going to this house show this week, that is the tried and true method of doing so. You starve out during the day. You bring maybe some little snacky snacks for the show. You do not go to the concession stand and buy anything. If you do, it's like a soda yep. with, like, the collector's cup. Okay, fine. You fucking, after the show's done, you don't leave fucking at the main event like everybody fucking does. You stay for the main event. You go to shit-ass food after. And then the drive home, you feel like shit, but, like, everybody's tired and nobody's talking in the car, but fuck. You just saw a good wrestling show. Yeah. So, Bob, take notes when you listen to this. This was yeah, not. Come on, dude. This, this is was, elementary. Come on. Yeah. This wasn't a roast, but I'm just saying, man. I need you to. I need you to not do this so we can go to more shows. That's he all. has had lately some digestive issues. I think that's why buttholes keep coming up on the show. 
I do too. And you know, he doesn't keep it a secret, so I don't feel like I'm crossing any lines. Um, no, no, I agree. Um, because listen, I think, let's be real. Is Bob going to listen to it? I don't think Bob's going to listen to this. I think maybe I should get him a pack of Tums for Christmas. Yeah, but sometimes for people, Tums have the opposite effect. You think? Okay. Should I get like Pepto then? I don't know. Well, because my girlfriend, if she takes like more than two Tums, she gets the shits from it. Oh, yeah. That's, from the Tums. I'll be honest. I don't feel like Tums do a goddamn thing, but. Well, it's like probably a placebo, but still. Yeah. Still. I don't know. We're going to work on it. Um, But, but I Bob feel... probably just, we, we said it before. Listen, he probably just needs to go to the doctor. Bob needs to go to the doctor. I wish you just would. Bob, go to the doctor. Because I really want to go to that show in Poughkeepsie in January. Please. <laughs> please, Bob. He already told me no three times, but please. Oh, fuck. He won't go, and I think it's because of what happened at the last show. So just come on. <laughs> do it. And if Bob, you're out there listening, jobless from being fired from Icopod, Bob, get your shit together, literally. I know, and if I tell you to try to push it out before we get in the car, do it. Well, and you know that you mention it, he was talking about how he had to go to the gas station to take his shit. Oh yeah, see, he did tell the story, so yeah, I'm, I don't feel as bad now because he so told that. So it's like, dude. Well, then you, I'll give you the quick version of what happened. He's fucking up. He Bob gets to my house. I say, Bob, go to the bathroom right now. We're leaving. Yeah. He he says he tried, nothing happened. So we get in the car, uh, we drive, we're driving, and I said, Bob, don't you have no poop emergencies? Because we ain't stopping. Mm-hmm. We're only going an hour and a half away. It's not very far. Yeah. Well, as soon as I said that, he immediately uh, thought that he was going to then shit his pants in Kaylee's car. Oh my god. And he starts freaking out. And is like, we got to go. And and Kaylee's like, I need you to wait like 10 minutes and we'll get off this exit because I know we're, there's a McDonald's off the exit. We were in the car, Austin, for 15 minutes. And we had to get off an exit. <laughs> and Bob had to go into a McDonald's and uh, destroy that bathroom as far as I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there, but well, what did he eat? Did he say he said he ate nothing? OK, well, here's the thing. It's pretty hard to have an explosive catastrophic event when you haven't eaten anything. That's what I'm saying. Now, when I say I haven't eaten anything, I'm telling you right now, it's like I'm going into bariatric surgery and they if I eat something, <laughs> I'm going to die on the operating table. You yeah. think I'm drinking milk of magnesia the fucking later that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat fucking a goddamn thing because I know... We're probably driving far as fuck away, and I don't want to stop to take a shit in some nasty-ass bathroom. And I ain't taking a shit at a fucking bingo hall bathroom either at the show. You can't. So, dude, I'm not eating a goddamn thing. Period. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. When we went to uh, Jacksonville from Orlando, that was, what, two and a half hours? And I don't think we stopped once. That's how I roll, baby. You don't like it? Fucking call an Uber, because that's how I do shit. If it's a car ride, we are getting there as soon as fucking possible. And if you're yeah. looking to dilly-daddle, motherfucker, you're in the wrong fucking mm-hmm. car. Now, I'm not like Joe Sweet, who will starve us out and then still not get food after the show. Okay, that was... I'm not that fucking guy. 
Yeah, but dude, I'm not Charlie fucks around either. Like we're getting to the show. So and you know what, out, bitches? Yeah, and you know what, Bob? We'd be to the show at least an hour early. So suck on that. Yeah. Because that's, that's just what you do. That's what you do. Here's the thing. In Bob's case, if you're rushing around, you're getting there late, you've got to get your fucking tickets, got to get your seat, hope that nobody's sitting in your seat, and you got to fucking get the security guy involved. That's panic-inducing. No wonder why you want to shit your pants. Dude, I think of all the fucking scenarios ahead of time. Don't eat. Check. Fucking panicking about getting there and like your seats. Nope. Fucking there an hour early. Check. No panic. Like, I ain't feeling like shit at this wrestling show. Mm-hmm. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, you just you just can't. So, I don't know, man. He might bring that on himself, but dude, there's some basic rules you gotta follow, and that's how you have a good time. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just the way it is. But enough about Bob's Poor wrestling show etiquette. <sighs> yeah. Ugh. It's time for Raw. July 1st, 1996. I can't wait. This is season four, episode 26, <laughs> if you're on the Peacock. Who gives a fuck about that bullshit? I'm trying to help our fans find it better. Does anyone actually watch along and listen? I, well, I'm sure people do, but listen, if you refer to anything on Peacock when it's in regards to wrestling as a season or an episode, fuck you, motherfucker, because I hate that they organize it that way. I don't I, think of SummerSlam 2001 as season fucking 12 of SummerSlam. Like, come on. Well, yeah, I don't like – there's certain things that, that don't make sense. So for some of the TV show stuff, I I, I understand to a organization perspective. <laughs> I but, guess. But, like, that's not how it's listed, so – No. I, I don't – yeah, I don't care. Um, I have more Screech text I'm going to read on the air this week, so that should be fun. Okay. So stay tuned, stay tuned for that. But until then, fire up the peacock, or do you have it in your own personal collection? Does it have commercials? If so, then you might as well get Peacock Premium or not, <laughs> or not Peacock Premium. And you can watch the ads like Screech does because instead of paying $9.99, he wants to pay $4.99. And Screech, if you're listening, if you ever, ever want to do that ECW bonus show, you better upgrade to Premium. Yeah, bitch, because we ain't trying to sink our shit around your fucking bullshit-ass ads. Well, we ain't. So when when Screech is 40 minutes in the show, we'll be an hour and a half because we don't come <laughs> Okay, and that's just the way it's going to be. Anyways, I'm going to count down from five, like we always do here on the show. And when I say play, go ahead and hit the play button. And for the next 48 minutes and 48 seconds, hopefully we're going to have a good time. So let's do this. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Oh, I'm getting the scrolly circle. Uh oh. Well, let me know when you get started. I hear Sean Sean Michaels music. But 35 minutes in, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, I'm 13 seconds. Oh shit, man. Here comes Sean Michaels though. All right, Sean I'm Michaels. At, he's got the click cam. I'm at. I'm at go ahead. 26, 7, 8. That's I'm one second ahead. You're good. Perfect. Beautiful. Click cam by Sean Michaels. Now, are they doing this because Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are on the other channel and, like, this is where the real click is? Let me fucking show this to you. 
that would literally not holy mullets uh that would really not surprise me at all mm. we're opening up with Shawn michaels versus marty Jannetty here there's the I'm, a, cam. I'm a little worried about that because if this is their promote, well, they've done this quite a few times in the past, but if this is their promoted match, does that mm-hmm. mean the rest of the night doesn't mean fuck all? That's what I'm nervous about as well. Yeah. So I'm, let me read Screech's text for everyone here because it's a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> Wait, Jim Cornette's in the ring with Leaf Cassidy and <laughs> Marty Jannetty? Okay. So last week, if everyone remembers, me and Screech were discussing Triple H uh, losing because of the curtain call, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So I I made a joke of like, okay, yeah, could you imagine Steve Austin essentially going to the side for Triple H? Yeah. Screech says, no, I feel like I only like him in DX. He's boring by himself. And I said, he's your fave. Admit it. Screech (laughs) Screech then replies, as only Screech could. I'd rather watch One Night in China while juggling bookshelves again. Oh, my God. Which which says, <laughs> I watched One Night in China while juggling bookshelves. And he want, he would rather do it again. <laughs> he would do it again. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Oh, my God. Look at the new rocker's attire. Oh, God. It looks like your grandmother's underwear. Yeah, dude, that's bad. Um, yeah, Screech is a gem, man, and I gotta tell you, he hasn't texted me in a while, so I am a little bummed out about that. Um, I don't know if he's too far off the mark, though, with Triple H kind of being boring by himself. He might be, uh, closer to right on that one. Yeah, well, Screech isn't as dumb as we joke around with all the time. Yeah, you're right, he's dumber. Uh, we're getting nose-to-nose here, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. Uh, Sean looks pretty fired up, actually. He's probably pissed. He wants. He's want. He just whispered to him, "Do you want your head to go through another window?" Or pretty much. I mean, he's he's whispering him to him, "Hey Marty, we wore that in 1988. You should probably take that shit off." Yeah. I don't know. I think Marty's kind of lost his touch by now. I, I just this new rocker shit is so shitty and like. If they can't even have faith enough in Marty Jannetty to have a little singles run, like they have to saddle him with Al Snow, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's good. I'll never forgive Al Snow for being a prick when I was a kid and I wanted an extra <laughs> autograph and a photo. And he, and this dude was signing and taking pictures for free. He didn't have to do that. That's right. I would have paid him. Right. Um. And you know what? He wasn't very neat. Yes, look at this. Mark Merrill versus Goldust, both with beautiful blonde women by their side, which is kind yeah. of an interesting little thing there. Yeah. That should be good. Two former WCW mainstays. Yeah, I'm excited about that, actually. I think that will be a fun uh, little match there. Uh, just for reference point, because once again, I don't think we're going to talk about it next week, because oh. who knows. But the first two matches on Nitro, and I'm doing two because there's going to be double the matches on Nitro that there is on the Raw we're watching. I think that's interesting. I think it's a good way of doing it. Not to cut you off, but, like, the more action, the better, I think. I agree, yeah. Uh, So the first two matches was Harlem Heat defending the newly won WCW World Tag Team titles against the Steiner Brothers. That's the opening match. Oh, shit. It went 10 minutes and 49 seconds. That's a big opening match. Yeah. Uh, And the second match was Disco Inferno defeating Kurosawa. Mm. So that's your guy, Dallas. I actually think he's kind of interesting. I haven't watched Nitro in a while. Um, I actually 
a couple weeks ago at this point, I did throw one on where we left off when we were watching it side by side with Nitro. Yeah. So I was picking it back up. I just need to find the time to do it. I know. Uh, which I wish, you know, that I did and would make the time to watch the Nitros because 96 Nitro is some good fucking shit. Yeah, there's um, some good stuff. Much better than 96 Raw. I'm just going to tell you that right now. On a whole, you judge the years side by side, 96 Nitro is way stronger. Yeah. Oh, um, tonight, sunny. Yeah, of course. Um, So, I don't know. I, I do... I am a little bit bummed out that we're not watching it or not figuring out how to rotate it, but you can only watch so much wrestling in a day, man. Well, that's true. And I, I, I think we should get a little bit better about covering what's going on on Nitro. So I'm going to try to start tying that into the shows a little bit more again, because we kind of fell off the tracks with that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I was about to say something else and I lost it, but... Janetti has kind of the upper hand right now, which is weird. Yeah, but they've been doing kind of some stalemate stuff, and uh, you can oh, yeah. tell Marty's just not as quick and as sharp as Sean is at this point. Well, no. Which is weird because there was a time maybe a year or two ago where Marty was just as sharp as, and effortless as Sean was in the ring, and that, you know was still after they had well after that their prime feud was going on. See, even there, Sean hits a drop kick, but Marty's like out of position and just too close to Sean, so it just doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sean Michaels. And again, I think Sean at this point has just grown beyond the feud with Marty. It's just he's He's on a different plane as Marty now to where it's okay when he's like the heel with sensational Sherry and it's like mean Shawn Michaels in 1994. Like, yeah, you could see him and Marty still kind of being on that same level maybe. But Mm -hmm. here in late summer 96, like, no, it's just it's way off the mark. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. So far, I'm not feeling it, personally. Yeah, Which sucks, because I love their matches, usually. Well, this one's just so out of place, too. It's like, hey, let's take that old thing that people kind of liked and, like, do it randomly, but it, like, just doesn't fit. And Gen- Marty. <laughs> what the fuck? And Gen- this dude yeah. hasn't been on TV. Exactly. He he fights on superstars. Sean's your WWF champion. Yeah, this right. is a match people are just dying to see. Right. It's like a diff, uh, like a ditch effort for them to work on something that has worked in the past, just to go up against something really strong on Nitro to even have a fighting chance. Yeah. I would have put Ahmed and Sean here to open the match up or open the show up. You want to hey. get people to watch? Fucking let's see this shit. Shawn Michaels is the shittiest move off the second rope. With like a, yeah. he he did a twisting like. Axe handle. It was so lame. Went for the sweet chin music. Marty got pulled out. Sean with a baseball slide. Marty flies into the guardrail. Yeah, we're ringside now. Wait, that was Leaf, Ca- Leaf Cassidy. Oh, even... yeah, it was Leaf Cassidy who he baseball slid with a uh, kick. Marty jumps him from behind, gets back in the ring here. Cassidy throws a kick in behind the ref's back, getting distracted by Cornette. 
See, I don't know. And Leaf Cassidy annoys the fuck out of me, but I guess that's the point. Yeah, I guess it is, but I agree. It's weird that the Rockers are like heels. I, was thinking I don't the think that thing. works either. Yeah, the bright color frilly guys. Let's hate them. Right. And I guess the whole thing is like they're supposed to be overly annoying, but even still. I don't know. I think it's passe at this point. And it'd be one thing, too, if, like, the new Rockers were, like, a viable tag team and on Raw a lot and stuff. It's like you said. Marty's on fucking Superstars. You wouldn't even know this dude's still with the company at this point. Exactly. I forget all the time until randomly they mention him. Right. No, absolutely. You can see how much people care because everyone in this section on the hard cam side is sitting on their hands. Yeah. There's our Burger King guys from last week. Yep. Leaf Cassie just says, he's a rocker, baby. Yeah. I like that you bring up the El Snow thing. <laughs> well, dude, that was bullshit. <laughs> I regret being excited to meet El Snow. How stupid. He, uh, I want to say I had bleach tips at the time, and he made fun of it. <laughs> Jesus. Which, mind you, the only reason I had bleached tips is because Eddie Guerrero had bleached tips, so I wanted them. I do remember that. They just said that Mankind vs. Uh, Duke Drosy is happening tonight as well. Oh, good. Or did I did I say the right name there? Mankind? Yeah. Okay. I thought I, I heard he mentioned Undertaker in commentary, and I sometimes when I hear things, I say it. No, it was Mankind's uh-huh. picture. Okay. Yeah, Mankind. Commercial break, and we're still getting the Sean and Marty Jannetty match. Jannetty, we come back, and he's in control, which is a scary fucking thought. Yeah, we're at 10 minutes and 49 seconds, which is way too long for this. That's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Oh, look at this, Austin. New Japan Pro Wrestling Series 2 figures in stock. I think it's your calling. Series 2, now who's in that? That is all of Los Ingobernables. Oh, shit. All four members. Let's see, how much is this going to cost you? If you want to <laughs> buy all of them, it's going to cost you 175 but I have a discount. Oh, code. that's not bad at all. No, it's not. And they come with a lot of accessories. Wow, I thought you were going to say a lot more than that. I thought you were going to say double that. No, so if you want it. I got discount code, save you 10%. Hmm. 10% would actually be pretty good on that amount. Yeah. It, it ends up uh, rounding out to a, a good chunk. The one, the figures I usually buy, it ends up being essentially like a free figure. Yeah. It's pretty right. close. These ones, right. if you buy each one separately, they're $45. But mm. that's, be, that's because most of them come with, uh, let's see, ten, uh, they have 12 hands. Oh. Two two heads, soft good accessories. Holy shit! And more. Like yeah. For example, for example, the Naito comes with. <sighs> that's the one I like. He comes with two titles, the oh, Intercontinental cool. and Heavyweight. Yeah. He comes with two Los Ingobernables T-shirts, one Tranquilo hoodie, two heads, one of which he has his hat on. 
He comes with 13 hands because one of them is his signature eye-opening hand. Ooh. And, oh, that's it. But that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, that is. Isn't there a really cool um, Hiromo in there? Uh, yeah, dude. The Hiromo is awesome. Yeah. He comes with his white jacket, two heads, one with the, the tongue out, and then the 12 hands. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's that is pretty tempting. I still need the fucking Jushin Liger one. Which one? The black one? Any fucking one. Okay, well they got they got two of them current. Wait, hold on. One, They're two. probably not in stock. Oh yeah, they are, dude. Oh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Which one you want? Six Jushin Ligers? And that's not even all of them. Oh my god, I knew there was like two: a red one and a black one. No, dude, there's way more now. Holy shit, I guess so. They got the debut attire Jushin Liger. Oh, that's cool. They got purple Jushin Liger. What green. The fuck? Green. Then there's all red. Oh, that's cool too. Then there is silver chest. Uh, which I mean, I would consider that like more. It's still like pretty much basic. Well, I mean, yeah, that's your that's your class. But there's two versions like that, because then there's a and then there's the black. But then there's the OG, there's a current day Liger, and then like the classic, like what everyone knows Liger. So there's a lot. Hmm. Yeah, I have to uh, maybe take a look at that. Not saying I'm buying anything, but like, holy fucking shit. Um, speaking of holy shit, this opening match is still going on here. The champion, Shawn Michaels, is uh, giving a competitive match to Marty Jannetty, who's way out of his prime and in a shitty tag team. So that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Well, because let's be serious. How much longer is Marty going to be here in 96? And they're giving him the rub of having a fucking match with Shawn Michaels only for this dude to be going to working on indies for 300 people. Like, there's no investment in Marty Jannetty here in uh, July of 96. I don't really think so either. And they're going long. Yeah. Supposed to powerbomb Jannetty, but Jannetty rolls through it and Sean rolls through. Nope, kick out of two. Yeah, I don't know, man. Marty reverses the reversal. Sean on the middle rope. Marty ducks, thinks Sean's going to go for that crossbody. And there he goes, he hits it. Marty rolls through, (laughs) though, with a cover. You really sent me the 10% code, you motherfucker. Well, yeah, dude. I use that code every single time I shop. That's funny. Now, what is the difference when they say Series 2 versus Series 1? Is this just the second shipping of them, I guess? No. So, Series 1 is actually – they don't have them in stock anymore, Series 1, at least not currently. Because uh, Series 1 had Okada, Tanahashi, Will Ospreay, and Ishii. Oh, okay. So, it's it's different guys. Yeah, so if you want Series 1, I found someone who posted a website recently, and they're saying it's probably your last chance at getting them. Hmm. Okada would be cool. Well, Tanahashi would be cool, too. Their fi- dude, their figures? Uh, I wanted to just kind of do a little flex here on the podcast. Bring you down Flex Avenue really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Recently, Brian Pillman has hit kind of a rut in his life. He's he's lost his cell phone. His girlfriend broke up with him. And, you know, you can see it on Twitter. He's he's had a hard time here. And uh, as of 
November 15th. I texted him some pictures because he was really bummed out that he was missing some pictures because his phone got stolen. And I said, hey, buddy, you got memories and friends here. I sent him some pictures. And he writes back, miss you, boss, with three exclamation points. So not to say that I'm friends with a superstar, but, like, fuck all of you guys. But you are. Yeah. So... Oh, Shawn Michaels hit the sweet chin music on Marty. A picture perfect. And gets the three count. The crowd goes wild for the WWF champ. And now Leaf Cassidy jumps in the ring and beats the shit out of him. Great. Who do we say is going to run and make the save? Or maybe Shawn will just beat the shit out of this guy, too. Uh, he yeah. might just do that. Super Here's Cornette. Cornette gets caught in the act and fucking punched out by Jose Lothario. Jeez. And the crowd kind of popped for that. They did. I'll admit it. I forgot Jose was even here. I don't, I kind of can't believe he is. Yeah. I mean, because WrestleMania was literally fucking like four months ago, almost. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably time for Jose to say fucking adios. Yeah, probably. Uh, I thought that match was pretty boring. Yeah, I was really fucking bored during that one. So that's a bummer because I was looking forward to it again. Historically, these guys have had pretty good little matches. So we got kind of shit on for that one. Yeah. That was a bummer, but you know what? We're just going to move on, and we're going to pretend that something better is ahead. This past weekend, Sonny with Phineas, she, she wants to hear from his heart and soul. What is that oh. outfit? I don't know. what he. Yeah, it's rough. Smoking guns are around the outside of the ring. Oh, they're going to jump him from behind. There's no right? doubt about it. Yeah. Tell, us how, tell me how you how you feel about me. The three little words. Phineas said, I love you. And she said, I can't hear you. I like his little John Deere camo hat. (laughs) I love you. They're trying to get the crowd to cheer, dude. And the crowd does not give any fucks. Well, would you? No. Oh, she wants to give him a big kiss. Bend on over, baby. Look at look at his kiss face. Oh, it gets slapped. Oh, the hat flew off. <laughs> what if he just power bound the fuck out of her? I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Do you actually think? Oh, but here we go. Okay, she's insulting him. This is, I don't, I don't know, dude. Do I care about superstars clips on Raw? Not really. 
I don't. It just seems like a bad time filler. Yeah. Especially because if the live crowd there doesn't give a fuck about this shit, then why should we? I do like Sonny's shorts that she has on, though. Like, the red cut. Like, I need a pair of them. <laughs> then it happened. The smoking gun stepped in the ring. Oh, wait, is Sonny? Oh, my God. Is this who she was bringing? The smoking guns the whole time? I don't know. She's still... Okay, Hillbilly Jim. Henry Godwin making the save on Superstars. I thought we were watching Raw, but here we are watching Superstar shit. Man, these figures are cool. (laughs) So fuck you, motherfucker. I'm trying to get you the link to Series 1. I'm going to buy damaged packaging, Bushi. <laughs> hey, dude. You get a fuck off. If you're if you're thinking about opening them, that's a good deal. Oh, the all-red Liger is cool. That green Liger is like WCW Invasion Jushin Liger. Oh, really? Well, I feel like he... Uh, well, he had a really good match with Ultimo Dragon in that green, too. Hmm. That debut outfit's cool. The purple, he fucking... I don't even really remember him wearing purple. Oh, really? Not really. You can click... Oh, look, Sonny got slopped. So he doesn't doesn't love her anymore, dude. Oh, look, she's all wet. Her shirt's open. You can basically see her fucking vagina lips. I mean, yeah, the camera angle, they're getting nice and low for you. And, like, it's wet and dirty. It's like, come on, we know what you're doing. We fucking see it. Yeah, we do. Look at the, look at him do it again. The crowd at ringside that was watching that genuinely seemed pretty disgusted, actually, too, which is funny. I mean, it is pretty fucking gross, dude. It looks gross, for sure. What is this shit you're sending me now, dude? Yo, fucking stop this bullshit. I want you to see him. Look at the Tanahashi with the hair swoop to the side. They're, they're, they're wicked good. I'm wow, trying to that find... Okada one's really cool. I want to try to find the other... Oh, there's also a blue Liger, but he's like a Japanese exclusive, so you'd have to pay up for that one, but... Yeah. Here is Duke Drossy in the ring. He's going to be facing facing off against Mankind here. The cut hair looks so shitty. Talk about the most occupational, occupation, yeah. occupational wrestler. Correct. Oh, fuck, dude. Jake Roberts on commentary. In a Hawaiian shirt looking like fucking Waylon Mercy. <laughs> what the fuck is this bullshit? I hate that. Here comes mankind. Absolutely hate that. Well, let me, you know, cocaine and stuff, man. Um, Is this a pretty accredited website here, this Big Bad Toy Store, or no? Um, I have heard of them before. I think, I can't remember if I bought stuff from them before, um, my Funko Pops, but... But, yes, they are a a fairly well-known... Okay, so it's, it's legit. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it's a. I've heard I they Funko Pop stuff a lot from them. Okay. I'm gonna throw them for a loop here. I bet you they don't have this motherfucker. 
Yeah. Nope. No <laughs> KG Muto, dude. <laughs> if they had that motherfucker. Nope, not yet. Um, starting off hot and heavy here. It looks like mankind is biting Duke Drozzi's head. I don't know. That was a very awkward opening sequence because it looked like they didn't know what they were doing at first. Yeah. Look at this fucking Hulk Hogan with all the shit he comes with. Is it Storm Collectibles? That one uh, or WWE it? Elite 91. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wah! Wah! Okay, we went to commercial and we're coming back maybe. Here we are. Dude, I can't believe you sent me this shit in the middle of a Raw. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I'm just trying to keep you busy, you know? Could you imagine if I turned around and spent $400 on fucking action figures because of your dumbass? Uh, well, here, let me just help you a little bit more then. Hold on. Do you guys, do you have an Ikea near you? Yeah, I do. Oh, perfect. Really close to me, actually. Oh, okay. So what you do, I'd recommend buying both of those series of figures. You're going to need one of these. <laughs> both of the series. So just 300 bucks. Actually, way more than that. Three fifty. <laughs> you're gonna need that, and you're gonna need. Look at this shit. Are you kidding me? And then you're gonna need. Uh, you can get how many you want, but I take. I use. I have one of those in each of my shelves. Oh, that's actually kind of cheap. Fifty nine bucks for that. Yes, and then you get the little stands I just sent you, and then. You have a beautiful figure display. Wait, but there that shows them open. What's open? The figures on those stands? Well, those stands I just sent are just generic. Yeah, they're they're for G.I. Joe figures, but they oh. are plastic. If you look at the picture of the clear plastic, that's what they oh, are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But they literally fit edge to edge inside of that detolf case. Oh, so it's a, it makes a very, very nice display. How the fuck did you find this bullshit on a G.I. Joe website? The Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, baby. Oh, my God. And then you get the you get the ringside stands, assuming they work for the New Japan figures, and then you can just stand them up. Or you can just stand them up anyways. My oh, I wouldn't are... open them. They'd be in the box. Okay, then you keep them in the box. They have a yeah. beautiful box. Yeah, I wouldn't open it. Yeah, I'm what a the loose fuck do I need to open it? And then where do you put all the goddamn hands? I have, I have I have Ziploc baggies that I label. Yeah. I wouldn't open it. Good Lord. That's ridiculous. There's so much money. That's a lot of money. Oh, look at this young buck guy. That's cool. Oh, but he's got the beard in it. I don't like that. Duke Drossi just says spinebuster on mankind. Nothing really great is happening so far. In this I was going to say it's for the fact that it's still going on. You know, it's probably not that good because Duke Drossi probably should have lost already. Yeah, he's laying in some punches on mankind, whipping him against the rope. Comes back to a fucking sleeper hold. I bet you. You know what? Let me look this up. This is what I'm doing, dude. You fucked it up. I think like I want you to do this so I can live it through you. No, I'm not doing it, dude. It's very tempting because there's some cool fucking... Like, this Macho Man is cool as fuck. I can't believe you don't have any Macho Man. No. Macho Man. <laughs> macho, Macho Man. 
Why does this Macho Man come with an edge? What the fuck? With a what? There's an edge with him? Oh, that's a weird one. Uh, Mankind's got the mandible claw in out of a bear hug, so he's getting Finally. fucked This should be the end here. View all Macho Man Randy Savage items. Yup. That's it. It's over. Bell rings. Well, Duke Drozzy came, went, and fucking he went again. Out cold. We're at 29 minutes and 10 seconds if you're following along at home. There's nothing in that match. Yeah, this episode has been much slower than last week's. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Oh, I bet you they got some cool Bret Hearts, too. Dude, you have no idea. You're, you've been missing out. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad that I've missed out because I'd be fucked. Uh, what did Jake say on commentary? Fucking anything? Nothing good, but now him and Lawler are arguing over Vince McMahon. There's a bald Shawn Michaels? Oh, fuck yeah to that. <laughs> yeah. They're just coming out with new Gene Shorts, Bret Hart coming out soon, too. Ooh. Lawler slapped the headset off Jake. He slapped him in the face again. See, oh. even he hates seeing Jay or fucking Oh, my God. Jake he might be actually stuff. choking Lawler right now, dude. Oh, my God. Look at, look at Lawler spitting. Oh, uh, uh, here we go. Here we that rumored, go. That rumored match, Bandable Claw applied on Jake, which is weird. I kind of wish Jake Roberts would wrestle in the gear he has on. The, the Waylon Mercy outfit? Yeah, Dad at the Cookout. That's what that attire is called. Oh, this Sean's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody really give a fuck? I mean, come on. No. So, Mankind pretty much assaults Jake at ringside. Fucking cool. Fuck off. Yeah, this is, um... Oh, that Bret Hart looks like shit. <laughs> He's got, like, a widow's peak in front of his whole face. Oh, that's weird. Um, alright. Well, that was disappointing. Yep, sure was. But we still got Goldust and Mark Miro, but at this rate, is this Raw going to be saved? I don't know. The only thing that could save this is a stuffed crush DiGiorno pizza popping in the <laughs> oven about right now. Or if, if Bob would order me some goddamn lava cakes from Domino's. Okay, call option six. Why is the Ultimate Warrior in the WWF's doghouse? You can call Yikes. and find out. Yikes. That's <laughs> We're shooting, brother. I was just going to say, that's cutting pretty deep here. That's funny. This was moments ago. Oh, this is a different camera angle of Mankind getting out of the ring to go over. Oh, yeah. This is actually kind of a cool camera angle. We're in the ring, essentially. Yeah, like across from him. They zoom in on Vince, like, kind of looking like, ah. Uh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I just, I feel like it's such a waste of mankind. Yeah, I do too. You know? Of all the shit he could be doing, you're having him fucking do that. 
Come on. Yeah. Here's Goldust and Marlena. Oh, this rock and sock connection is cool. Yeah. Uh, last week we're getting highlights of Goldust throwing the gold in Undertaker's fucking eyeballs. How dare he? How dare he do that? Goldust making his entrance. He faces Mark Miro tonight. Stone Cold is ringside in a WWF polo, which seems very uncharacteristic. Look at his lip. Dude, it's nasty. Oh, my God. It's like hanging down. It's so big and heavy. I'm throwing some stone down there. My lip is hitting the ground. And all this means is I'm going to come back with a bigger lip. That's disgusting, dude. He's just laughing. (laughs) He's got a little beard. Yep. Which I guess I haven't noticed up until this point. Gold dust. As the gold falls from the ceiling. Oh, they even changed the little logo? That was funny. Yeah, I noticed that too. Hmm. Here comes Mark Miro, wild man Mark Miro. And Sable, but instead we're just showing Marlena suck on that cigar. There we Ugh. go. Wow, look at Sable. Okay. Pretty sure that leather was painted on her, but... I was going to say, is that a fucking glad bag, or what is that? Burger King? Get your, you can get your burgers worth it. They're King. really pushing the Burger King gimmick here. Man, if I have some money to blow, I would buy that shit for sure. It's just a lot. Like, that's a lot of money for plastic action figures in the box. Yeah, but they look really nice in a display. Just think about it that way. Yeah. No, I know. It would be cool because, like, I'm going to have an office here pretty soon. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it would be cool. Mine's more in, like, a, a hangout area, but the office was going to be the place if I needed it to be. Well, and I'm going to have all my masks displayed in the office. So. Mark Marrow getting the rub down. Gold dust. Bell has rang. Gold dust is, like, big as fuck. He really is. Steve Austin at ringside. This is pretty interesting because I feel like the polo's really throwing me off. I guess he doesn't have merch to wear, though, so what else would he wear? Well, that's a good point. Goldust back in the wild man into the corner here. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping for this to be a sleeper surprisingly good match i'm kind of hoping for that too but this show has uh 
been a drag. Yeah. Not made me too hopeful. We'll put it that way. Um, is Meryl's hand wrapped or is that just like a glove that he's wearing? Ooh. I need to get a good look at it. It looks like it might be a glove. Which is weird because it's a fingerless glove on one hand. Yeah, I can't tell. Uh, I think it might be a glove. Okay. He's the wild man, dude. The glove on his left hand. <laughs> is he's he a lefty? Though, right? Maybe he. Maybe he's a lefty. I don't know. You know what? I think he is. That would make sense then. I think he is a lefty. I feel like I remember that from like his boxing shit that they've talked about before. Okay, that would make sense then. I like this cop right here sitting there. That's fucking stupid shit. The hell is this guy painted in gold? Gold dust buying some time on the floor here. You can definitely tell that they're uh, they're on a taped episode of Raw at this point. Yeah, yeah. They're really just fucking mailing it in. Well, hey, I forgot to give you the rest of the Nitro card, so you're going to get it right now. Okay. So after that disco match, Tommy uh, <laughs> Dell's Page defeated Scotty Griggs. Hmm. Then Randy Savage defeated Greg Valentine. Oh, my God. Which is very odd to me. That's fucking terrible. Uh, then we had the Giant defending the WCW World Heavyweight title, and he defeated John Tenta. Oh. And then the final match was an eight-man tag team match between the four horsemen, who were Arn Anderson, Benoit Flair, and Steve McMichael, defeating Joe Gomez, the Renegade, and the Rock and Roll Express. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that's going to rate too high against this Raw, even. But we will talk about that next week. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, this fucking match, man. So far, it's not so good. Bob, if you're if you're watching, listening, you haven't missed a damn thing. He did this shit on purpose because look at what we're. I, I know. I'm thinking that too. It's awfully funny. He can't make it to this specific episode of fucking Raw. Yep, I'm thinking the same thing, dude. So, I just... Fuck it. I'm surprised we aren't stuck watching a clip show. Oh, don't you worry. The night is young, buddy. The night is young. Um, Does Asuka still wrestle? Uh, I will say yes, but I haven't... I've been... uh, Sober of WWE programming for about Still? a month. Holy shit. I'm telling you, dude, I don't know what's happening on that channel. That's good. Uh, speaking of still, we're at 39 minutes, 46, 47, 48 seconds, according to my clock. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty damn close. I'm maybe two or one or two seconds ahead, but not bad. So we, we still have like 10 minutes left of this show. Uh, yeah, the only reason I ask is because on my Peacock app, I have her as my picture, and, like, I haven't seen or heard much about her fucking at all. Dude, so. I also have her as my picture, which is funny. Yeah. See, so I say that I haven't watched anything, but there is a pay-per-view coming up, and I was probably going to continue to watch big pay-per-views, so I might oh. be wa- I might have that on. But I yeah, but you of- won't be filled in. What's the point of watching Oh, they do the. I mean, they do packages and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's a good point. 
But that's something I I'm not gonna go out of my way. Like if I'm doing something, then that's one thing. If I'm just sitting around, I'll throw it on. Yeah. But when uh, I just when I just watched a really good five hour pay per view recently, <laughs> what they're gonna do is not gonna be anywhere near. Yeah. It, so. Looks like Miro took a what a bad spill on the outside. He's really selling something here. Yeah, I think that might have been just what happened. Laying in some uppercuts on Goldust. Throws him against the rope. Comes back. Oh, Goldust kicks him. We still have seven minutes left. And that seems like a lifetime right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I was expecting more out of these two. They should be somewhat familiar. Be somewhat friendly. And I don't know. With different circumstances. Pretty much your main event of Raw. What was the competition not too long ago for both of these guys? I thought they'd be out to prove something here, but it's they've kept of, it real house show. Yeah. So it's kind of a bummer. Well, it kind of sucks because, it, like, Miro, when he was Johnny B. Bad, had some really good opening matches on WCW pay I know. that we watched. I know. And now... And it, He's like a totally different guy, and not for the better. He's really lost his luster as a performer, which really sucks. Yeah. Because, yeah, he was a guy you could count on to open the shows and be pretty good. I don't know. I can't say that I've seen a good wild man Mark Merrill match yet, to be honest. No, which sucks, dude. So... Goldust fires back with a punch to the gut there. Uh, crowd looks bored as fuck. Look at the guys in the front row. How fucking bored Dude, they, are. they look pissed. Holy shit. And they're the ones going nuts, usually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We're, We're going to another break. commercial break here. Jesus. See it. Feel it. This is your live wire tour. Touch it. Sean, it touch live. it. Right there. That's Bobby in a DiGiorno with the thing on his head. <laughs> that's the face he makes. Yeah. <laughs> I like how they keep showing Brett and like Brett ain't going to fucking be there. No, that's a good point. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the live wire tour. It's the attitude adjustment tour. Same idea. Or the AA, for those of you who are... Jeez. There he is. He just got the rising crust. (laughs) (laughs) And listen, they're good, so I don't blame them. I'm just saying. That was Screech's face when the legendary Yushan Dragon showed up to his fucking movie benefit. (laughs) Oh, my God. And sat at the <laughs> ROA wrestling table. <laughs> Damn. That's, That's awesome. That's awesome that we did that. How fucking ridiculous. They're saying Brian Pillman is going to be on America Online. Oh, no. Tomorrow. Writing in all caps, I guarantee you. Uh, Where's my cash? Yeah, gold dust is zipped all the way fucking down to his belly button. Which is very odd. 
it just really breaks the illusion. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Zip that shit up. Well, I just can't help to assume that he's nude underneath that, like completely nude. I so, know. So it's like he zipped that down that low. His wiener's going to flop out. Right. And, like, if you look at his butt cheeks, it doesn't look like there's any material between them. So. Yeah, so I'm a little nervous we're going to see some peep. Could you imagine what the inside of his fucking suit smells like? Oh, God. Probably like a Taco Bell bean burrito, no onion. <laughs> no onion. Oh, Miro picks up Goldust. He's in the, like, up on his shoulders. Just so you and- smell like the, the red sauce in the bean burrito. Oh, <laughs> in the refried beans. Yeah, yeah. His beans down there below have been refried. I actually like them, though, because the beans that they put in there is like a fucking paste. Yeah, dude, you I don't could, like those. You could spackle a fucking crack with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking could. Dude, I like a fucking a shit ton. I love them. <laughs> those make me have poop emergencies. Really? No, I feel like they back you up for two weeks. <laughs> Fucking clogs your pipes. On the buckle. They're just so thick. You, like, choke on it when you're eating it. <laughs> 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 like peanut it's, butter. Holy yeah, it gets fuck. stuck to the roof, roof of your mouth. And then <laughs> you need some milk to wash down your bean burrito. Fucking can't even breathe eating that shit. <laughs> God. It's like eating. Eating five saltines. If you eat six, you die. <laughs> <laughs> I tried oh, to do the fuck. saltine challenge recently. I don't think I did it. I love saltine crackers. I always have. Well, look at Marlena checking out. Did you see what she did? She like. What the fuck? Talked, was like doing her hands in the sign of Sable's curves and then like nodded. Like, yep, that's the one. Hmm. Here comes the ladies division. Oh, she's checking her out. Dude, yeah, Marlena, is, the focus is completely on the women. Yeah. Oh, Sable's, like, moving away now. She Yeah, she's finally noticed that she's been being checked out for the last two and a half minutes. Come on, Mark! Is she trying to, like, distract her, or what's... I don't know what's going no, on No, it's here. her advances, dude. She's trying to do more than distract her. Oh, God. She's advancing herself on her. I hope she burns the cigar on her. (laughs) Marrow off the top rope with a very dramatic axe handle. Seems to be the common theme. He, like, lifted his legs up as if it was like he jumped fucking three miles away. This match is way too long, dude. We've gone to, like, three commercials. Yeah. Oh, look at... Oh, she's blowing the smoke in Sable's face. Sable's tall with them shoes, huh? Uh, yeah, she is. Oh. The curtain call. Oh, wow. Has he used that before? They said the name, so I feel like he had to have. Oh, you know what? Yeah, he's used it before because we like that a lot better than what he's usually been using. I guess the thing is he hasn't won in so long. I forgot. Yeah. So he just pinned Mark Merrill, yeah? Yeah, he did. And clean. Yeah, pinned him clean. I'm not mad with that finish. Me either. 
But, Take the mansion next week. Godwin's versus British Bulldog and Vader. Oh, no. That's going to be a shit. Uh, what oh, the fuck? Owen Hart versus the Ultimate Warrior next week. After no showing. We'll see if that actually fucking happens. He's in hot water this up. And that's it, man. Wow, we go right off the air. Holy shit. Um, well, I can honestly say that Bob didn't miss shit this week. No. Um, so that's kind of disappointing because I was hoping that he'd miss two good shows back to back and be pissed. Yeah, uh, he he did not. Um, hopefully though, this means that Goldust is going to be taking at least a step in the right direction. Maybe not multiple, but a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's really not a lot positive to talk about. During it. You know what this was? This was a Superstars episode. It really was. That's what this was. Yeah, I agree with um, that. We got a lot of fluff. There was a lot of like little callbacks and in between. Not a lot of action. Um, And it sounds like, from what you read, the other channel doesn't have too much action this week either so maybe just a bad week to be watching wrestling in 1996 but yeah for the first raw of july uh man i was more interested in the uh action figures you sent over to me than uh this show and that's saying something yeah no this show was rough um and I, i really wish i got something out of it but i didn't well, that's the thing. There was no real inva- there was no real advancement. I mean, you had squash matches, and if it wasn't a squash match, it went way too fucking long. Yep. You know, and even like the the mankind thing, like that wasn't a good match. That wasn't a good showing for mankind. Exactly. And then you finish it off with the start of a Jake the Snake Roberts feud. Yeah, I don't like that. Give me a fucking break, man. So, I don't know. I uh, And now Warrior maybe next week, maybe not. Like, we'll have to see what happens with that because, as we just heard, he's been in hot water and no showing events. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about all that. Uh, I can't say I have much interest in the tag team match between the Godwins and fucking Vader and Bulldog. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, like, what's that for me? Nothing. Again, just feels like a filler coming up. Um, I thought to start the first half of the show with that Sean and Marty match was kind of a bummer because I guess I went in with a little bit higher expectations. Yeah, um, I mean, you could have kept me like wondering, like, hey, maybe that will be something decent if, at the end of the show. Right, right. And I we think that would have helped us get to the end of the show. Yeah, and unfortunately... It, we it was a struggle and that's happened before where uh, it's happened quite a bit where they'll open with the fucking featured match it'll be good or not and then you don't care about the rest of the show so i feel like it's their way of booking it that sometimes makes these raws even harder to watch and i feel like that was the case here like you front loaded the episode Mm-hmm. And had really nothing to follow up with. And I feel like the only reason they did that is either 
Well, no, I guess the Steve Austin Undertaker would have made a good main event for the live crowd. I was thinking they probably did that as like a main event for the live crowd or something. You know what yeah, I mean? And then yeah. chopped it all together or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, um, I have no idea, man. Bad placing, though. Just And even if it wasn't a good match, like you said, at least give us something to work towards all the way through the card to at least get there. And then if it's disappointing... It's the end of the show. It's not like, oh, that was disappointing. And now we have 32 minutes of disappointing Raw to get through. Exactly. So I think we got spoiled last week. I said that when we fucking ended the show that we got spoiled for a Raw. Um, And like you said and alluded to, we'd pay for it this week. So that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely skippable. And if Nitro doesn't beat them this week, I'd be shocked. Uh yeah yeah I agree and unfortunately when we get spoiled one week it seems to be the live one generally and yeah. then it stinkers until the pay per view then the pay per view stinks and rinse and repeat which yeah it's sucks. pretty exhausting it really is well this one is like last week I was like dude we're in an upswing like we're feeling good and now this week it's like okay that was that was a fake they faked us out. It's the dusty finish, dude. It's like you just you think you won the fucking strap. Mm-hmm. And then the official comes down, and he's like, nah, foot was on the ropes, reverse the decision, like you didn't get the belt. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck, man. It's yep. a kick in the nuts is what it is. Um, Mark Merrow, I'm over. Like, that dude is done for me. I have no interest in Mark Merrow at this which, point. Which sucks, man. Well, because, like, he was another guy that came in with good hype. Fucking, we're going to program him with Triple H. Two young guys that could probably work together pretty good. And, like, dude, no momentum, no character development, no real seamlessness to anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. He's losing all the time. He's not even doing his aerial shit that he's kind of known for. It's like... There's nothing that they've carried over that works for that performer. So, like, they've made it all about Sable, and that's all it is. So, fuck that. That sucks. Yep. Um, I'm glad Goldust does walk away with a win. He needs the momentum, for sure. Again, the Sean Marty d- deflated me. Um, Mankind, I thought, had a bad showing this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just seems it's like such a seesaw with some of these episodes. It's like, how can you go from so high to so low within exactly fucking seven days? It There's doesn't just make no sense. consistency at all. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So uh, I don't it sucks. like that. Yeah, I don't I mean, like that. It really, really sucks. But. That this is where we're at, I guess. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. If I keep complaining, what, what's that going to get us? Yeah. So, uh, Bob, I hope you're happy with, with what you've done to us. Yeah, this is bullshit, dude. Um, I'm a little disappointed about him doing this to us, but... Um, you know, you're really fired. That's what I, it's coming down to for me. Yeah, at this point, dude, we're switching days and not telling you. Yeah, I think we might. So... And all I'm saying is last week's episode and this week's episode, new highest downloads. I, I'm calling it. 
Oh, no doubt about it. Most popular. It's just the facts. But no doubt about it. Anyways, before I keep rambling on about how uh, how awful this was or how much I freaking hate Bob right now, I think it's time to go home. So for Dale Scridley and Austin Scrins, uh, for Austin Skinner, and not fucking Bob. This has been Icopod. Skip this episode. Boy, toy.